Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, joining us now on the Shiner Orange Hotline, Dan Dockich, ESPN College Basketball Analyst, also a radio host down there, 107.5 FM and 1070 AM, The Fan in Indianapolis. Dan, how you been, my friend? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I just uh, took my dog for a walk, sitting here with my beautiful daughter, who would be teaching school right now, and then my stepdaughter, who's inside, taking classes at Harvard. So we got a... Uh, we got a hospital. It's great. <laughs> um, the uh, the college basketball season came to a very ab- abrupt end. We were discussing this yesterday. I know there was a discussion uh, about allowing seniors uh, another year of eligibility. Uh, first of all, I wanted to get your feeling on that. Yeah, that's a really, really tough one because, you know, do you only do seniors? Uh, do, do you not do juniors? I think, I think you know, in, in – Spring sports, I think it's a no-brainer. I do. Um, and basketball, it's a little bit tougher. I mean, you know, you only have 68 teams that make the tournament. you got 340-some that would have completed their season. I guess you can include the NIT. Uh, I would be good with it, but I think it's a hard sell. I really do. I, I just think that so many folks feel like, you know, in the NCAA, hey, look, you, you know, the season basically other than the tournament got played out. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing it. You know, I'm all for anything that makes college basketball better, and I think keeping guys around longer uh, helps. But I, I don't know if I necessarily see that happening. No, I completely agree with you. I know that Bob Huggins had talked about anybody that doesn't get drafted into the NBA that was a senior that wanted to come back. He, he felt like they should have opened the season instead of doing the holiday tournaments and those uh, overseas tournaments or out-of-state tournaments that they should have uh, just played the uh, version of the NCAA tournament. I know logistically it would be kind of a nightmare, but that'd be kind of fun to see, wouldn't it? I'm for anything, man. I, like, I, I, I talked <laughs> to the guys at the TBT, like the, you know, the basketball tournament in the summer. I said, hey, see if we can get the NCAA to pass a rule that says the TBT, you know, if it's going to happen. Who knows if it's going to happen can use regular college teams and let's, you know, let's play it that way at different sites, which is what they do anyway. 
Bill, I'm for anything, man. I, I'm for I, I was texting with John Calperi today about a variety of different things. He believes, and this is before all this happened, he believes that college basketball needs to be involved in August and in playing games. You know, people look look at that and they laugh, but the truth of the matter is, Bill, uh softball plays games in the fall and then their season starts really in the spring. And the NCAA tournament's in the spring. Volleyball does it the opposite way. Volleyball's tournament, or excuse me, regular season is in the spring or fall, but they play games in the spring. So there would be, um, you know, there's precedent for it. I Cal is, is an interesting guy, and we were going back and forth a little bit this morning on just that because right now college basketball runs the risk, for a lot of reasons, of being overrun by the, by the NBA if it isn't already overran. And, Obviously not having a tournament this year adds to that, but I'm for it, Bill. You could say, hey, man, bring every NCAA team to my house. I got a court in the front yard, and we'll play it as a three-on-three tournament to determine the NCAA champ, and I'd be for that, man. I'm for anything anybody (laughs) wants to do right now. Talking with Dan Dock, a GSPN college basketball analyst. Um, So as we sit here, does – you know – Earlier basketball that would push into the college football season, do you think that would ever happen uh, considering they're both, you know, depending on the college, they're monetary sports that really drive revenue. So you would have, you would figure that more of a good thing is a good thing, correct? Well, yeah, here's the deal. Here's what I don't know if this is going to happen because I, I mean, if I'm going to be totally frank with you, I have no idea who to believe when I read the newspaper or when I, when I get online and try to figure out what's going to happen here. But I think one of the things that's interesting moving forward is, you know, what is going to happen? Let's say that sports comes back, right? And let's say that, you know, we're in for a hell of a fall, right? I mean, we're in for I, – I, I'm going to go through it league by league. To me, if let's just say sports come back. Major League Baseball – is the most purest, you know, history-driven league, and they got to lose that. they got to say, hey, look, if we can have a 20-game season into the playoffs and into the World Series, that's perfect. A 30-game, I don't care. Let's do that. Basketball, I have a hard time believing that basketball, NBA basketball, can play a, a, a playoff season into the finals unless, you know, they do it quarantine a little bit like what the baseball model is unless they get it going pretty soon. Because if not, you're talking about what? You're talking about playoffs in September, regular mm-hmm. season starts when? Now you're screwing up two years. I, I have a hard – football to me, you know, people lost their mind on Kirk Herbstreet when he said, hey, look, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't pretend to be a scientist. But I think that football is in real danger because – let's be honest, you you got to start football and you have these Saturdays. Unless you just want to say, look, we're going to start the season later if, if, in fact, they have to do that, and we're going to play games on different days. But with football, both college and the pros, you got to have recovery for players, man. You, you can't. Like basketball, you could play a doubleheader today, the doubleheader tomorrow, and, and guys would be tired, but they're not going to you know, risk dying in football. you got to have you know, you got to space games out. So, I, 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 I don't know that basketball. Or excuse me, I don't know that any of these sports is in jeopardy of not happening. I don't know that any of these sports can possibly play. I don't know, but I do know with football, man. It, it, 
you, you got to have time in between games. You know, golf, you could start tomorrow. You could, you could say, all right, uh, it's Wednesday. A week from today, we're having a PGA Tour, you know, pro-am, and then we're going to have a, you know, four-round tournament starting. And everybody be out there playing basketball. You know, they have a six-day training camp anyway. But football, man, football is tougher than that. We, the, the recovery period is such that you, you're going to need games spread out. And I just hope that we're, you know, we're back in business by the time it all starts because I don't know how you pack that one in. A couple minutes left with Dan Dockage from ESPN College Basketball Analyst. Yeah, you know, I was watching that press conference Mike Gundy had uh, down at Oklahoma State and just basically saying, well, we, you know, call him the herd of people, the herd of healthy people, meaning his athletes. Oh. You know, and it just it, what I think what Kirk Herbstreit was saying was until you get a handle on the spread of this, it's not just about the young athletes who probably are pretty healthy, who probably could handle this, but it's about where they then take it. Because how do you then invite college campuses to open back up or to have athletes come in and the possibility of infection? And then when other student athletes or students come back to campus, then that campus is infected. I I get what he's saying. Uh, and I, I, and I, that's why I thought it was so terrible that, that Kirk and Herbie took so much grief over all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her- Herbie just said what a lot of people are wondering, like, Hey, is this going to happen? I mean, don't think this is, you know, at least according to whatever you read, this isn't like, Hey, we're going to be done with this in 10 minutes. Gundy's thing. You know, it, 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 it Here's what I say about that, okay? And you may disagree with this. People may disagree with this. But football coaches get so much money and so much power in their own little worlds that they think they can say anything, right? I mean, I watched it with Coach Knight, man. I used to tell Coach Knight all the time, hey, hey, I call him boss. Hey, boss, you know, your AD's got an ego too, man. You, you, you know, your, your president's got an ego. I watched Coach Knight get in his little – his throne, man, his world where you, you think you're smarter than everybody. And that's what I thought with Gundy. I'm like, man, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just just shut up when it comes. Like when you get into what you want to happen, hey, we all want sports back, right? We all want, you know, we're all going to watch the NFL draft coming up because it's the only thing going. But when you get into the science and we can bring these players back and basically use them as guinea pigs, you're an idiot. I mean, you, you just are. I, I you know, I, I, I get, look, Herbie's saying, hey, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, we may not have. I, I could see a time when we don't have football. Well, I think, okay, fine, that's your But when you bring science into it and we can herd players and they're 21, 22, they can handle it, it's just so stupid. But I'm telling you, in my lifetime of being around college athletics, it's a little window into the soul of how smart big, you know, quote unquote, big time football and basketball coaches think. How smart mm-hmm. they think they are. And it, I wasn't surprised. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't surprised some football coach wasn't dumb enough to say all that because of what I just said, man. It's a little yeah. window into how these guys think in their little little kingdoms. Dan, it's always a pleasure. I love having you on. Stay safe. Enjoy hey, the by family. The way, hey, Bill, yeah, yeah. Hey, I caught hell on your show. For saying that that our guy Greg Gard was going to be coach of the year, I'm accepting formal apologies from the uh, the Bill Michaels <laughs> Nation out there because um, he didn't do that. Hey, next thing I know, Gard was the uh, coach of the year. So uh, all of you Wisconsin fans, that for whatever the reason, were hating on Gard and hating on me. 
Uh, at Dan Dockage is my Twitter. I'm accepting formal apologies. Damn straight. That was fantastic, man. You were you were the front runner. You were that train heading down the track, baby. Dan, it's always great. What do they say? All right. Thank you, Bill. No, no. Go, oh, no, okay. Dan, I appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. There you go. Dan Dockage, ESPN college basketball analyst, host on 107.5 FM, 1070 AM, the fan out of Indianapolis down there. And you can find him on Dan Dockage on Twitter. And he was right. He led that train. Man, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, and come back. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.